People of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun, Barrett Thelong. And uh, if you're listening to this when it's released, then it's Sunday. It is Sunday, December the 15th. The third Sunday of the month of December. And the second to the last Sunday. Is it the second? No, no. We have five Sundays this year. So it's the third Sunday in December. And the third, because we have fourth and fifth from the end of 2019. And so I uh, I want to, as I prepare to go into 2019, I, I really, excuse me, I'm sorry, not going into 2019. We're leaving 2019. As I prepare, as we prepare, should I say, let's go ahead and, and make this very inclusive. To go into 2020, I want to start reading more the Bible. Not because I want to sit here and preach to you some religious synopsis or some theological uh, or have, should I say, a theological debacle because that's that's not what I want to do. But I've come to the conclusion that there's a lot of things. First of all, I've come to the conclusion that I hate saying come to the conclusion. I don't know. It just sounds old to me. Like, that's something grandmama would say. I learned, I realized, I came to my, you know, all that old stuff. I don't really like that stuff. But at this point in time, I can't figure out it. I can't figure out first how to speak. And second, I can't figure out what to go in the place if I've come to the conclusion. So I'm just going to suffer with, I've come to the conclusion that there's a lot of good tips in this book. Tips that literally transcend time. It is amazing when you read the Bible. How much is in there that just, it, it, ooh, it, it, is, it is the only book on that I can think of in planet Earth, on planet Earth, ever been disseminated through planet Earth, ever transferred through the ether of time. It's the only book that when you read it today and read it with, with an open eye and a unclogged ear, unstopped ear, if you will. I need to unstop my nose too, but that's a whole other conversation. I'm just sorry for the breathing when you hear these podcasts. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a stuffy kid. But when you, when you listen and read, and I say listen because, you know, you might get the audio version and you can hear it. There was a guy who used to read it all the time. I think he still does over on the, uh, the Christian network, Alexander Scorby. 15 minutes a day. It's a very fascinating read. But you'll hear things that speak to the conversation of today masterfully. It's, it's, it is crazy how a lot of these acts and, and stories, these characters from history have presented arguments that even today are relevant. And so I want to go and read those based upon how they dealt. As I think, how do I deal with my life? And I hope that you are thinking the same thing, at least if you're trying to evolve as a person, if you're trying to excel, you're thinking that. And I can't think of any other self-help book. I can't think of any other instructional manual other than the good 
Holy Bible. So what we're going to do is I have something on my mind today. And there's a little passage that speaks to that. But I'm going to pay a bill first. And because, you know, we got to pay bills around here. Money solves all things, which is in the Bible, by the way. We'll have to talk about that one day. So I'm going to pay a bill. Then I'm going to come back and we're going to read my passage. And then I'm going to have a song put in here because, you know, we have tracks. We do tracks. And then after the track, we're going to have a conversation about it. I don't, I don't know if this is a good idea. I probably should have went and got my iPad, but you know, I'm rebellious. So as long as that thing says red up there in the corner near the date, as long as the date's red, then I know we're doing good. So let me open the book here. I'm going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Uh, if you have the Bible app, you can uh, open it with me. If not, it's free. You can download the Holy Bible app. Let's let's go to uh, the app store and I can tell you how to find it. You just uh, go down to if you well, if you have an Apple phone, I can't tell you with an Android. Please forgive me. I probably should get one so that we have these conversations. I, I can do both. But um, if you type in Holy Bible in the app store, uh, it should pop right up. It has a it's a brown book with like some gold little shivlings around it and it has a little red like marker book marker and it says holy bible on it daily study audio and devotion you just download that it's free it's uh who's it made by it says i need to update it uh life.church on more than 350 million devices around the world we don't need to go into that, but I'll update it later. But in 2 Timothy chapter 3 is where we want to go today. I hope by now you found it. If not, just listen with me and we'll get to it later. Uh, we're going to begin at verse 1. And I'm going to be reading from the message translation, which also, if you download it, you'll see that it has various translations that you can read. And you don't have to just stick to the King James Version. You can go into all those different things. Okay, so we're going to read the message translation because I think the message translation is more hip to today's time, if you will. Okay, so 2 Timothy chapter 3. Don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, self-promoting, stuck-up, profane, contemptuous, of parents, crude, coarse, dog-eat-dog, unbending, slanderers, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated, windbags, addicted to lust, God help us all, a show of religion, but behind the scenes, they're animals, Stay clear of these people. Verse 6 through 9. These are the kind of people who smooth talk themselves into the homes of unstable and needy women and take advantage of them. Ha ha, hashtag me too. Women who depressed by their sinfulness take up with every new religion 
fad, or should I say religious fad is what it says, that calls itself truth. They get exploited every time and never really learn. Uh huh. These men are like those old Egyptian frauds, Janus and Jambres, who challenged Moses. They were rejects from the faith, twisted in their thinking, defying truth itself. But nothing will come of these latest imposters. Everyone will see through them, just as people saw through that Egyptian hoax. I'm going to, uh, like I said, I'm going to just let that sink in for a little bit. Put a track here, okay? Let you think about that. Maybe even go and read it yourself, because I don't want you to think that uh, that uh, I am uh, telling you something isn't there. Get your other translations out. Read that. You, you want to read this in another? No, we don't need to read another translation. You can do that on your own. Like I said, download the Bible app. They're not paying me a dime. So that lets you know that I'm sincere. Because I ain't making no money off of it. I'm not into the money about this. I just want you to read it. And on the other end of the track, we're going to talk about this. You just walk right out the door. Don't want to do this anymore. Now I'm lost without you. Crazy out my mind How'd you do this every time? Now I'm lost without you Used to be the one I talk to when I'm sad Can't you see now tainted love is all we have Our issues run so deep Now when I try to sleep I feel so bad I should leave and by the time it's done Now tainted love is all we had 
Our issues run so deep Now when I try to sleep I feel so bad I should leave and by the time it's done So, um, I want to, um, I want to go back. Let me, um, just take my time here, if you don't mind. Sunday morning. It's kind of a spiritualized time anyway. Uh, I would like to hope, just, just to give you some context here, that we will take this time to kind of, uh, relax ourselves. Maybe do some yoga, some stretching. If you're athletic, you're probably... Uh, breaking your bones Monday through Saturday or Monday through Friday. Take this day to relax yourself a little bit. See what I'm saying? So while you're sitting there, hopefully doing that, you're also relaxing your brain. Let this moment be designed to do so. And in relaxing your brain, you're, you're taking time to really process certain things. And in hoping, I'm hoping, in that process, this conversation will ring true to you. So, don't be naive, is how 2 Timothy chapter 3 starts. There are difficult times ahead. Now, that's, that's, uh, well, we can go ahead and call it hocus pocus, right? We don't really know if that's going to be true. I mean, some people tell you a lot of things. Be careful. The stock market is going to crash. Be careful. Donald Trump is going to ruin the country. Be careful. The Democrats are evil. Be careful. All these different things are told to us, right? And some of them happen. Some of them don't happen. But maybe, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm sorry. It almost tried to make me dial an emergency number. Want me to call 911. I don't, I, let me, let me just keep this, let me keep my screen live so that it doesn't go off so I don't have to keep turning it back on and off, all right? Okay, stop disrupting us, okay? You demon sleuth slayer, you. Excuse me for the sniff. I told you, I'm a stuffy boy. But uh, we don't want to talk about the, the prophecy because that can be open for debate. But let's talk about this second part. Actually, I want to go to the uh, Holman Christian Standard Bible because I want to break these back up. The Message Bible 
pumps them in like five verses at a time. I don't, I don't necessarily like that. Um, because I want to, I want to hit verse two. Verse one was, but know this as I'm reading it now in the, the HCSB version, difficult times will come in the last days. Okay. We already read that. We we're, we're going to kind of dismiss that for right now. Verse two, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, blasphemers, dishonest to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the form of godliness but denying its power, avoiding Avoid these people is what it says. So I I want to uh, focus on, if you would, highlight verse two, verse three, and verse four. Actually, uh, no, we're going to stick to that. If we do, as I, again, sniff with my little snotty nose self. Uh, we do hold to verse 5. I I mean, it's going to be like verse 5, part A. I guess we can go ahead and hit the whole thing. Just go ahead. Yeah. Why not? Um, so, lovers of themselves. Self, money, boastful, proud, blasphemy, dishonest, all good stuff. You, you know what? I'm so glad we're working through this because even though that's a good thing and, and I want us to keep that there, here's, excuse me, it, the watch is telling me to breathe. I am breathing. That's the whole point of this process right now. But I'm getting excited because I'm seeing this. So please forgive me. Verse three, if you go back and highlight that inside of the port, Because verse 3, I think, is important to this conversation today as I'm reading this through. Unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good. As I sit here with my stuffy nose that I need to go take some Benadryl for, I read that and I think, man, that right there is the central part of everything that is going wrong in our world right now. Unloving. Now, you know, I want to talk about the president, but then again, I don't want to talk about the president because that's one of those debatable subjects, right? That's one of those Uh, subjects that I would say fits in the verse two. Lovers of money, boastful, proud, blasphemous, dishonest, ungrateful, unholy. That's kind of where some of the argument of this great world would fit. Actually, a huge chunk of the argument in this great world would agree with that. 
But what I want to talk about is irreconcilable. As I can sniff. God, where's my Benadryl? Somebody bring me that. Ain't nobody here. So how am I going to ask somebody to do something when ain't nobody here with me? The only person going to bring it to you is you, Eric. So get up and go do it if you want it. I am of a firm belief as we sit here right now on December the 15th that the world is becoming unreconcilable. The people of this world are pushing us so far. Have you seen it? Have you paid attention to the extremists that live in this world? You're either going to be an extreme Republican or you're going to be an extreme liberal. I call it a dangerous Republican or a super lib. And those two, as I put the phone down so I can narrow it in my hands, even though you can't see, like I'm preaching to a crowd of thousands. Those two, at this point in time, have no desire to ever meet. They don't want to be in connection or in concert with each other. They don't want to be at the same table of brotherhood. I'm sitting here at the table right now with the two candles of the cross in the middle. And we got look one, two, uh, four, five. And this is six. I'm sitting. We have six chairs right here. We could have two Republicans, two Democrats, another guy at the end and me. And we could have a great time right here. But they don't want that. Actually, we could have three Republicans and three Democrats. I don't know if I sit in the Democrat chair or the Republican chair. It doesn't really matter. But the point is, it ain't happening. Because the world is so, so unreconcilable. Everybody sees their own agenda. Going back to verse two. Lovers of self, what I want how I see the world, my view, my perspective, my outlook, that's all that I give a rat's butt about. Like I caught myself on Sunday trying to do no words that some people would consider to be dangerous. If it does say down here that they're going to be profane, we'll talk about that later. So, end my sniffing. My Benadryl sniff needing self. As I look at how the world is drastically becoming unreconcilable. How slander is taking over the land. I sat on a call yesterday. Uh-huh. Yesterday. No. Wednesday. Thursday. I don't know. Days are all a blur to me. And on that call, I listened to this person outright destroy another person. Destroy another person without them being present. Now, why would you destroy someone behind their back? I was always taught, if you have something to say, you say it to their face. You don't talk about people without them being able to defend themselves. You don't build a case and an argument against somebody without them having the opportunity to defend themselves. That is why a court of law is the way it is. When you go to court, in order for the case to be legitimate, both sides have to be present because the accuser has to present his case or her case 
in front of the accused in order that the accused may defend him or herself. So, slander was presented. Eric Barrett became a harborer of racist, supremist KKK sympathizers. Now, let me ask you this question. How in the blue hell, let's not talk about the the fire hell, let's talk about the blue hell. Because the Bible says the devil is among us. So he's not down in the lake of fire. He may be there, but he's got his angels all up around the earth. And what is the earth in the day? It's blue. So how in the blue hell does a black man and a white supremacist get together? Totally. That doesn't make any kind of sense. No philosophy of thought. No logical explanation can be presented to make at least me understand how a super supremacist, a white sheet wearing supremacist, and a black man can work together. I know you think that you listened or watched old boy down there, uh, what was that comic's name? Dave Chappelle. When he turned out to be the white supremacist, the black white supremacist, but that's comedy. Doesn't work in real life. But yet, because folks are now without self-control, because they're brutal, that can be an idea. That can be a case, an argument, that Eric Barrett can be a lover and aid in a bed, supremacist and KKK sympathizers. Now, all I was trying to do was present both sides of an argument because pardon me for feeling like the world deserved an explanation. You say, what do I mean by an explanation? What do they deserve? What explanation do they deserve? Number one, they deserve to know. Number two, they deserve access to know. And number three, they deserve the opportunity to know. Does all of those things kind of compile into one? Maybe they should. And so pardon me for wanting a good thing and making sure that everyone, that the world was ridded of this hashtag information desert. You heard of a food desert. They say a food desert is a a, a community where the grocery store is what? What is it, like a mile away? If you do not live within a mile of a grocery store, you're in a food desert. I think that's a little bit harsh, but you know, that's what they say. I'd give it two to five, but they'll say a mile. Pretty strict. But in the same vein, there are people who live in cities who have no idea who represents them on council who have no idea who their school board persons are, who have no idea who to call when their street lights are out or when their water pipes burst under their houses, have no idea who to call when there's a pothole in their streets. 
They live in a hashtag information desert. And because I wanted to try to help rid the world of that information desert, I am demonized. Why? Because people hate what is good. We have to be agenda pushers now. We have to have a central focus. How are we getting paid for this? We tell people what we want them to know in order to get them to feed into our agenda. It doesn't really matter if it's true. Just tell them that so we can get it through. And then once we got it sealed, well, to hell with them and they find out we lied to them. That kind of goes into the traitor, reckless conceited, lovers of pleasure, holding to the form of godliness but denying its power. We're going to talk about that later. Oh, we're going to get to that later. But right now, I want us to think about something. As we put a pin in this and come back to this at a later date. The good thing is, And you say there's good to this? Oh yeah, there's good to everything. That we can raise and breed a generation, even if it's locked up inside of our own personal Vatican walls. That is the antithesis, or should I say the the antagonist is what I want to say. Pardon me for butchering my words. To this thought. Just because that's what the book says is going to happen doesn't mean you and I have to be a contributor. And so the question that I present to you, my friends, as you're laying on your mat of meditation and yoga or yoga meditation, whatever you want to say, it, however you want to put it, whatever makes sense to you. What does your world look like? Are you a contributor to this struggle? Or are you a part of the antagonizing group? You said, do we have to be a part of the antagonizing group? Yes. Because anything good, they're going to hate. It says right here. But seeing as we have to live in haters, least we can build a world of good again if it's only inside of our own personal Vatican walls ah if you want to continue this conversation we can do so uh, over on Instagram at Eric Deshaun Barrett on Twitter at Eric D Barrett on Facebook at same Eric D Barrett YouTube at Eric Deshaun Barrett. No, that's not right. It's Eric Barrett. I do have a YouTube channel named Eric Deshaun Barrett, but we haven't done anything with it yet. So if you find it, you can go ahead and subscribe. Something's coming soon, but we haven't done anything yet. Then there's the email at Eric Deshaun Barrett, or should I say just Eric Deshaun Barrett at gmail.com which more than likely is going to be connected to the YouTube channel, which we're going to do something to later. We will talk about that soon. 
I hope that we can have this conversation. We can continue this conversation. I hope that we can, as I said in the talk, build our own little Vatican City of people who are anti what this world is presenting. If you want to be one of those people, then let's talk about it. I don't even care. We got to build our own cult. Hell, we live in peace inside of this hell world. Let's go for it, right? Right. I hope you're awesome, Sauce. I know I am. And we'll chat again soon, right? Right here. However your podcast, wherever you consume your podcast, whatever they ask you to do is follow, subscribe. I hope you do that so that you'll make sure that we'll be back again soon, right? Okay. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and you. Later.